Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Chad Middle. I wonder if Aubrey minds that I uh, mouth what she's saying. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show. Nice. Probably not. And he's talking about our uh, lady that done the intro for us. Done. Good friend of the show. She done did that there she, intro she for us. Dangle, digga, 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 Tell you what now, she had mouth words spilled out in the microphone. Come on, back row fantasy show opening. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It's Bark again with arms to my left. Good morning. And not knit to my right. Playing the role of knit tonight is Brett Long. I'm also 6'5". He is also 6'5". That's literally the only requirement we have to replace Chad. Yeah, he's also a youngin'. Chad will be here. Chad just happens to be held up by a wife who wants to get crunked up. She's going to get drunk tomorrow night. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I look way too much like Kool-Aid man to pull that. Yeah, maybe a little. <laughs> oh, oh, I walked into that one. Yeah, a little bit. Well, just See, don't touch not, my mic. You're, Stop you're, not with as, it. you're not as deep. You're, you need to get it deeper. What? Oh, Listen, yeah. all you're doing is ruining it for the listeners. No, it sounds better in my ears already. I, the, the listeners you, don't care if I adjust you, the mic. You need me to stare you in the eye when I'm talking is a problem. What about when I'm talking to Brett over here? It sounds like I'm distant. Uh, you're fine. He's Yeah, everything's cool, baby. It's, it's all cool, baby. I can turn Brett up a little bit and probably make up for just that, that real soft voice he's got. Well, you messing with it. I had it perfectly. You didn't have it perfectly. This is fine. It is not. This, nobody has ever complained about how my voice sounds other than the fact that it's terrible. I can tell you right now, the, at that angle, shooting up and the way it is, there's room echo with your voice, whereas a minute ago, there was not. Why can't I get it to stop twisting? Uh, probably because you keep doing this angle thing. If you don't do this angle thing... Oh it, it, it'll be fine. Like just keep scooting this way. Anyway, it's not the mic. The it's the operator. It is the operator. OFU is my old boss. You say sorry that you had to f up. Sorry that you had to hear this kind of opening for a show. It's just been it's been one of those weeks where nothing has gone right, and time is of the essence. Correct. I've not had time for crap. Granted, I don't want to start like those other podcasts and be like, well, hey, Arms, how's your how's it going? How's your week? How's your day been? Well, at work, I got somebody uh, promoted, so it's putting an awful lot of extra work on me. That's actually true, but... Truth. I, yeah. I don't really care. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. You're right. Thank how's you. How's your week going, Brett? I mean, you know, there's a lot of people out there. They have no idea who you are, but tell them how your week's going. I don't want to bore you with my week, so uh, let's just get on the show. Good answer. Listen, we're going to do a uh, debate show. From the get-go, not even going to mess around because Niddle's probably going to come back and we'll probably have our typical back row banner after the fact. I, so I, I do want to uh, bring up something. If it's going to be a, a topic that we can talk about with uh, with Frank, just, just think it out first. I just wanted to think. Uh, think it out. I'm so upset that Le'Veon Bell didn't get up to 260. See, you're talking about something. You see? I wanted that to happen. It, I don't think I it wanted happened. to be like Cheeseburger Levy. <laughs> cheeseburger levy on bell so anyways we're going to bring frank scanduro he is a writer for dynasty happy hour i believe he was maybe still is a writer for uh f3 i'm not real sure about that yet but he uh he loves to say he's the hot takes guy and we're just gonna do it we just we want this episode to get heated i want to get heated do you want to get heated I'm wearing a hoodie. You want to catch fire? 
Frank, pick up the phone. There. Oh, wait, maybe. Frank, is it? Hello. Hello. I think it's Frank. It's Frank. It's Frank. Is your real name Franklin by chance? It is not. Is it? No. Please tell me it's Frankfurter. Please tell me it's Frankfurter. No, just straight up Frank. God. Disappointment. Straight, Conversation's over. Goodbye. Straight <laughs> up Frank. What's up, Frank? We've been talking about, you know, getting you on the show for a minute or two. First off, let everybody know, you know, all 17 that are listening. Actually, there's more. I try to be humble. Let everybody know who you are, who you're right for, what do you do in the fantasy community, and what your specialty is, because that's what we're going to be uh, working you for tonight is your specialty. So, uh, my name is Frank Scandero. I'm from New Orleans. Um, I write for the fantasy football franchise slash IDP guys, but we're going through a... We're going through quite a name change. Um, uh, Tyler and a couple of the other guys stepped down, so the IDP guys are taking over the F3 brand. Um, and also, I recently, yesterday, as close as yesterday, I got uh, asked to start writing for Dynasty Happy Hour. So I'm also I like, part that. of that. I saw that, which is congrats. Tyler and those guys at uh, DHH, are they've been around a while, and they're good at what they do. So congrats with latching on with those guys. Thank you. It was kind of weird because Tyler just uh, – he didn't even say hi or anything. He just sent me a DM. He's like, who do you write for? And I was like, uh, uh. Take me to your leader. It's like, he's like, he's like the Batman of that show. He's like, where is she? Who do you write for? Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> do face. <laughs> Rachel. Rachel. It took a second. Yes. Rachel. Oh, man. Good stuff. Have you seen the, have you seen the parody from College Humor? Yes. 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 Oh. Yeah, it's He's really like, good. Harvey, Harvey's here. He's like, oh, face is back. <laughs> oh, man. Some of those are the best things so, ever. Uh, also, my specialty uh, would have to be, I would I would think, I'm not a bragger here, but uh, I'm kind of uh, the hot take guru of Twitter, I would say. I don't think anybody's got f- more fuego hot takes than I do. They're pretty freaking hot. They, I mean, they're, 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 they're hot. Here's what I'm going to tell you. If so you, don't it, worry. If you ever if you ever wanted to cause controversy, just just follow Frank on Twitter. Just just share just share what he says. If you want to argue and there will be debate on both sides, I, no doubt about it. I I touch from anything and everything, even the I don't know if people have been following the, the Girl Scout Cookie War, but FF man bun tried to come at me by punting a box of Samoas, so I had to take his thin mints and flush it down the toilet yesterday. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> well, first off, thin mints are disgusting. Like mint, uh, mint and chocolate. What, what am I gonna do? Put oh winter fresh inside this freaking tootsie roll. That's disgusting. Uh, yeah, you, let me let me eat a, let me eat a cookie that makes me feel like I just brushed my teeth. It's like chewing Dude, mint tobacco. Thin mints exactly are good. What it's like. You're, no. tobacco. Listen, listen, you guys opened up you opened up the first topic for debate because I wanted to make sure I did not forget this. And Frank, thank you. I'm not gonna forget it now. Pineapples on pizza. Pineapples on pizza. What are your takes? Do you eat it? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you think it's un American? Why is this still? I want to know. Clearly, pineapple, because it is. pineapple belongs on pizza because if you've had a good pineapple on ham pizza, as oh, as yeah. Giovanni said, Wilson calls it the Hawaiian pizza. Hawaiian, yeah. Oh my God. Dip a little red sauce on that. Mm. Frank, oh, your take your take Lord. on pineapples on pizza. 
Probably the most important thing. I don't think any vegetable ever should be on a pizza. That's not a vegetable. That's not a freaking vegetable. No fruits either. Thank you. Thank what? you. No hold on a second. Hold on, on a second. Hold on a second. Just, just give you, me pepperoni. Do you know? Do you know that tomato is a fruit? Tomato sauce. I'm just throwing that out there. Doesn't yeah, count, but it's doesn't not. count. It may it may be technically, but it's not. Is jalapeno a fruit or what is it? What is a jalapeno? I'm gonna go with the vegetable. vegetable. Okay. Well, the jalapeno is the only one that's uh, acceptable. Clearly, you never my- had a pickled banana pepper. Uh, yeah, but Papa John send those in the box. They're not on the pizza, so it doesn't count. Well, True. No, banana pepper rings. It, it's just it's the right amount of spice. Banana pepper rings. Yeah, are you, it's an Ohio thing, apparently. What are you What are you going to get your pizza from Subway? <laughs> <laughs> we eat fresh, baby. Yeah. First off, if you've never had banana pepper rings on a pizza, you don't know what life is. I disagree. I, oh my god! I don't like I don't like banana pepper rings. Is this I'm, I'm going to be me versus you and Frank? Maybe. I mean, you that's what me I'll take episode four. I don't eat my, banana peppers on my, my pizza. pizza. I eat my meat on my pizza. My pizza of choice is a thin crust pepperoni with jalapenos and maybe bacon, depending on how I feel about it. I like the bacon add, part. If you add feta cheese, it throws it to, it puts it on, it puts it like a RB1 level rather than Y receiver. <laughs> I was thinking Arby's at first. I, I, was, like, too. I was thinking like, Arby's, we got the meats, Arby's. Like a tiny sandwich? That's that's the worst Arby sandwich. You the slider? The, the sliders no, are good. The RB1, like the, oh, okay, number okay. One, the classic one. My bad. Never mind. Okay, gotcha. RB1. Right. It's basically, you're telling me that that's the Todd Gurley of pizzas? No, no, no. Todd Gurley, he's like... Hot takes guy, remember. Hot Todd takes Gurley's guy. down my list of uh, rankings. Oh, uh, okay. So, so we're... <laughs> you're going to say... Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's get this. All right. Give me one. First topic not related to fruits or flat pastry pizzas. If that made that made no sense, it didn't make any sense. But so, continue, continue your thought process. Okay, first thing we want to talk about, and luckily, I'm glad Frank was able to answer. Like Frank, when you need to bail, or if you need to bail, you just let us know. It's all good. But Lev Bell, I'm here for the long run, fellas. I got nothing to do. I got, I got a beer. Well, I got to play golf in the morning, but I got a, a beer in front of me. I got a, a nice little lip of grizzly in, in my Dude, lip. So we're good. Are you sure are you're you, not are me? You come here, like yeah. Hey, I, I, I feel like you're doppelganger me. Like, uh, like, you got Todd Gurley down the list. I I don't. We both chew grit. Like you're what Bizar- Bizarro arms. <clears throat> he's considerably less ugly. Rather have a bottle in front of him than a and, front of lobotomy. And I, and you probably I probably look like you if you put me on TV because they say the TV makes you lose a couple pounds. Or how old Dude, are you? Frank? I am two forty five and five ten. So doubt it. I'm I'm five ten and two thirty five. Yeah, is your hair red? Man. Do you My have red hair? Red. You, you are the you same are, person. Do you have hair? No, I'm bald. Shut you are the up. same person. Shut up. Are you, did the, you look at my profile look, picture? Are you just making this crap up? We'll look at my profile picture. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. You just found a new best friend, Frank. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, a husky? That's an understatement. Well, that's a, that's, that's a wrap on the episode. Uh, Arms has found uh, his soulmate. I, <laughs> I'm leaving my wife for Frank. It's odd. This is so weird, Frank. So the uh, the I've husky is a very rude term for for uh, what you're calling a fat man. But I actually combination. I'm I'm the guy who obviously lifts weights, but obviously eats pizza and drinks too much beer. Uh, I used to lift weights when I was in the military, and then I got out the military, and I said, you know, I did three nine month deployments on the Eisenhower, and after that, I was kind of like 
I'm moving back to New Orleans. I'm going to drink and eat whatever the fuck I want. Ooh, so can we curse? Not technically, but you're good. Keep going. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So I was, uh, you know, I, I said, I'm going to eat and drink whatever I want. Uh, we already had one kid. We had the same kid. I kind of just, I said, why, why I got nobody impressed. The wife's not going anywhere. We've been together 14 years, you know, she's not going to go through all that trouble to just to leave me. I love the attitude. So, which is why um, I keep eating pizza and drinking beer. It's like, ah, you know what? I'm a, I'm a happy drunk. So yeah, Frank, um, Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. You're, uh, you you don't look just like me, but we could be related. Yeah. You guys could be related. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Somewhere down the line. Oh, cool with that. My wife made the mistake of saying she kind of liked my fluff. So it's like, well, it's not going anywhere now. I mean, if you like it. Every, no reason, every reason. Absolutely. I had dad bod before dad bod was cool. But then she'll send me like little videos. She's like, you got to see this. It's the weirdest thing. And she'll send me a video of like some hot dude with abs, like sh- shaking his sack through his sweatpants. And I'm like, why? Why'd you send me that? Like, I know. I know. You have a weird my, wife. My wife. My wife will send me the memes of the, like the two like ripped bodybuilders and lifting each other up. And it's like, this could be us, but we enjoy eating too much. Yeah. My wife works yeah. out with me on occasion. Yeah, well, like yeah. once a month. It is like once a month. All just by workout, you mean like, like coitus? Work, works <laughs> out <laughs> situations? Like No, like she would do burpees and uh, like lunges and push ups. Is that where you eat a lot of pizza and then you this, burp? Is that what you're talking about? Th- this is getting weird. Let's, 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 this saying. is getting weird. I, I like, we don't have the dedication to eating is our problem. We could be that because I actually work out kind of that amount of times. So I just. On my like Thursday night lifts, I drink beer. I mean, I'm gonna. It's, it's squat night. I drink beer after squats. I'm gonna be the, the arms most, of this the episode. Workout, the most workout that I do is at a wedding when I'm shit faced dancing. <laughs> That's about it. Other than that, like I play basketball once a week, but I drink way too much beer and eat too much crap. Like I ate a whole box of Samoa yesterday. Like me playing basketball. First once a week, off, Samoas have coconut in them, so that is a fruit. That's healthy. Well, yeah, that, sh- that should be it. Should be a thin coconut cookie is what they should really call it. A Weight, wa- weight Watchers cookie. Yeah, it's a Weight Watchers cookie. Yeah. It's healthy. It's like it's like eating an almond joy. It has nuts and almond. It's good for you. It's delicious and it's good for you. Like, boom. Yeah. That's the both worlds. Right. Like if I if I throw you know a little bit of honey and some chai seeds on some pizza, it's healthy. It's it, it becomes healthy. Whatever that was, that sounds disgusting. Right. Okay. We, Sounds uh, like pineapple we can move, on a pizza. Can we move on we to football? Move on yeah, I, I, I told you I was going to be the arms of this yeah. episode and be like, okay, we're getting, we're straying Listen, away I found too my far. Best friend, why don't you just let us bond? This may have By been way, a mistake. Leave, leave the man's mic alone. If he wants his mic a certain way, he should be allowed to have his mic a certain Boom. way. Boom! Boom! Sucker! Listen, I, I am the curator of all things audio and video with this thing. If well, I want the mic shoved like, straight up his like ass, I'm going to do it. I like it seems like it. you're not. It's your fault. The mic hangs a certain way. Oh, listen, Frank. I'm going to send you my cell phone number, and we're going to text about Barker. Hot take. Hot take. I'm, I'm cool with it. <laughs> Crikey's man. All right. I'll so, bet you love Alvin Kamara, you didn't know don't what you? Yourself into, did you? Do you love Alvin Kamara? Uh, I, t- I let, let me adjust this mic real quick for you. I love him like a brother. Yeah. I would have Alvin Kamara's fantasy football babies. Oh. oh yes, I would. <laughs> I miss. I, I miss. Can we get Niddle on this side? Keep Brett on this side. Anyways, let's go straight in. Lev Bell. I tried to tell Arms this was just rumor. He was so excited to talk about this. I wanted him to. If, be if fat. somebody knows otherwise, let me know. But 
Lev Bell, 260. And floppy, flabby, whatever. Are we buying this? Frank, your hot take. Are you buying this? No, but I am buying the Instagram picture you put with blunts in the corner. Horrible. <laughs> like, come on, like, how, how are you that oblivious when you're taking the it's Because he was I high. I mean, <laughs> come on. Well, yeah, I, I understand. But it, why, why don't take a picture and post it on Instagram? Like, mm-hmm. He probably just cost himself. Would you sign him? I mean, somebody's going to sign him. But that's a short answer to that question. Yes, he is still talent-wise. If he's not two sixty, which apparently he's not very disappointed in that, but he's still a top three talent in the league. Hold on. Let's say he gained twenty pounds. Right? Maybe he's not two sixty. Let's say he gained twenty pounds. Okay. He's had he's had knee surgeries. His knees have failed him. He hasn't been hit in a year. I would refuse to. Go ahead. I'm worried. I'm worried about him. So, I'm worried about so him. So you're talking about a guy who's pretty sturdy, pretty reliable, saying his knees have failed him. Todd Gurley's had knee surgery. I would venture to say that 80% oh, no, wait, of, we're gonna get there. I'd venture wait. to say that eighty percent of NFL running backs have had some sort of knee surgery, whether it was just a meniscus surgery or just just something minor. They've all had a knee surgery. And that's why the shelf life of running backs in the NFL is three years shorter. Because they all have knee problems, but Gurley, we'll we'll get that later. Right, go, Le'Veon Bell, rock. I would still sign him if I mean I don't want him on the Saints, obviously, because we don't need the can't like I don't. We cleared all the other sh- crap out of the the locker room over the last two years. We let we let Dan Cummins cuss. If you need to cuss, you cuss. Sh- crap. Sh- crap. So like. We, we got all that out of the locker room, so I don't want him. But I, I could see the Jets picking him up. I could see the Colts picking him up. There's there's teams out there that are going to want a running back of his quality. You know? But I don't think he's 260 like everybody's saying he is. Even, no, I don't either. So, I, I, all right, he is that good of an athlete and that big of a game changer. Le'Veon Bell is going to make an immediate impact on any team that he signs with, apparently except for the Browns at this point. <laughs> like he is, he's a game changer. The blood papers there's, could there's, put him in Cleveland. There's three or four guys in the league that you would hands down say, "All right, we just don't want Le'Veon Bell," and that's what, Todd Gurley, Saquon Barkley, Zeke. Like he even adds a, an aspect of the game that Alvin Kamara doesn't have, and I think Alvin Kamara's an, an elite athlete. He's just a little Watch bit. Your mouth. I love Alvin Kamara. I'm just saying he the, he's a little bit more of a tackle breaker than Alvin Kamara. Kamara's obviously more elusive. So. What? What? Tackle Alvin breaking, so breaking, tackle breaking, breaking, not missing tackles, not missing, not causing missed tackles, but actually getting out of arms. This truck's all right. Better. So here's the other thing. Here's the other thing, right? Lev Bell's always had Antonio Brown on the outside. He's had Big Ben. He's had a solid offensive line. Oh yeah, if he, he goes, goes to, to a less Jets. team, lesser he team, he's done. Jets. If he goes to the Jets. Hot take right here. You ready for hot take number Yeah, I'm absolutely ready. Let's do this. Depending on what team he goes to, unless he goes to a team that was in the playoffs last year, he will not reach 850 total yards. Okay, so let me go ahead and tell you why you're wrong. Um, Because Isaiah Crowell reached 685 and is 10 times, you know, excuse me, a tenth of the running back that Le'Veon Bell is. If Isaiah Crowell can reach 685 with the Jets, there's no doubt about it that Le'Veon Bell is going to reach 850. Let me add real quick to it. Now, I 
I rest firmly in the middle. I think Frank has a good point. I think you have a good point, but I think what it actually comes down to a better way to word what Frank just tried to say is if Lev Bell goes to the Jets, he's a thousand yard back. But listen, and it's not because it's not because the Jets are good. It's because if the Jets are paying Lev Bell and giving him all that, giving him all that money, they're going to feed him the ball. So what and I what I would have said that's when the last year of him sitting out is going to kill him because it's, right. he's going to. His knees are going to break. The, he's Think about it. He That was some horrible knee injury he had a couple years ago when he got hit. When, when he, he lost, came he back lost. entirely from and was top okay. three running back. Well, let me finish my thought yeah, real, yeah. real super quick. Real super quick. If Lev is a jet, they'll pound him. He'll get 1,000 yards, but he'll average three and a half a carry. If he goes to a team that with talent like Pittsburgh – he could average 4.2 to 4.5 a carry, but I agree with you. Like, Lev is not going to overcome a bad team. The, He's just a running back. The Jets averaged as a team four yards a carry last season. Right, but Bell I think... Bell is better than anything and everything they have. No, I... I yes, but no. Yes, but no. Lev, you can take a great player and put him on a... If you put Isaiah Crowell in Pittsburgh, guarantee that MFR is going to run for four yards or more a carry. Oh, yeah. Because uh, here, here's where I'm Pittsburgh's system. I, here's where I will play along with you, Frank. I don't think James Conner is an elite running back. I think he's in an elite situation. Okay, I think he's in one of the best situations in, in a great scheme with a, amazing talent all the way around him. I mean, you've got a, I in my opinion, a Hall of Fame quarterback, a borderline Hall of Fame wide receiver, and Antonio Brown. Obviously, not going to be there next year, but Juju, who looks just as good as AB. And then, you know, uh, not what they've been before. Yeah, I don't but think he will be as good as next year. I don't yeah. think Juju will be as good as he was last year. This coming up. See, year. I, I, I disagree. Dis- I disagree with that. No, what I'm saying is uh, the defense isn't what they used to be. So, But they're still a solid defense. The team as a whole, it bodes well for anybody who's playing running back. That I'll give you that. But to say that Le'Veon Bell is going to be just mediocre, to, to even put him towards the back of your top ten is just – uh, just disgraceful. But let's let Frank finish because he was still on his thought as well. Sorry, and, sorry, and I'm, sorry. Inter- I'm interested. I want to hear the rest of this anti-Love Bell speak. I don't, I don't mean I just, just argue with you, Frank. I don't. I just don't believe that his knees are going to hold up. He's a year older. They used him a shit ton in Pittsburgh. I mean, he was catching close to 100 balls every season. They were feeding like he had what 350 touches. Almost every year when he was yeah. when he was playing most of the games, like he's and he's got prior knee issues. He took a year off of not being hit. I think it's gonna take he he may play the first three or four weeks and not give a lot of production, just trying to get back into the swing of things. Oh, yeah. camp or no training. I agree with that a hundred percent. Just like Dalvin Cook took forever to get going, even though he never truly got full steam ahead. Lev Bell's not gonna walk back in after a year off of football no. and just set the world on fire. It's and, and not look happening. At what, look, look at what D'Angelo Williams did those three games when Lebo was suspended for smoking weed. We've talked about you that know? a bunch on this show. Correct. I agree. I mean, I think Lev Bell, this is going back to the Tom Brady thing. Lev Bell was in a system to fit Lev Bell. If he goes somewhere else, it may not fit Lev Bell. He may not do as well. Tom that, Brady is in a system that Bill Belichick gives him the opportunities to win. And we can Without say the same Bill for about Belichick, 90%. Tom Brady is not Tom Brady. I agree. 
I mean, that's always kind of been my thought too. To like, a, like in rookie drafts, you have to be a chameleon. Can you be a chameleon and, and change yourself after six years in Pittsburgh, where you know what's going to happen? You know, you got a, a Hall of Fame wide receiver on the outside. You got a Hall of Fame quarterback behind you who can break sacks, and then you're standing there by yourself with 30 yards in front of you because everybody else was trying to rush the pass or thought the play was over. Not to There's mention a lot of aspects in Pittsburgh. That made Lev Bell Lev Bell. If he goes to the Jets, Sam Darnold, Robbie Anderson, like unless the Jets do some crazy stuff in this draft, I don't see Lev Bell being this worldly back where I'm taking him in the top 10 or top 12 of, of drafts. I, I'm with you on that, at least as far as the Jets go. And I'm also worried about this newfound commitment to music. I mean, and another thing, if he's not that committed to football, he wants all this guaranteed money. There's rumors he wants what? Tw- how much does he want for like a two year deal? Was it something like two years yeah, and forty? Quarter- he wants he wants quarterback money, which is to be re- a running. Back. Yeah, which is he just gonna when like lay down when he gets that money? We can all agree Somebody that to- nobody's no. worth quarterback money except for quarterbacks, and honestly, most of them aren't worth what they're getting paid. No, no, fourteen of the quarterbacks are worth what they're getting paid, maybe. But all somebody's got to go to Lev Bell and be like, hey, man. D'Angelo Williams, Jalen Samuels, James Conner. Like, we can go down the list of guys that have been put in your spot when you either messed up or were hurt and kind of did the same thing you were doing. So you're not as special as everybody says you are. I've seen Fitzgerald Toussaint run some really pretty runs. All right. Uh, So, but leading into this other thing where y'all were talking about Juju and, you know, AB. My guy and AB, my guy this year is who's stepping in Juju's place. Juju's going to take A B spot. James Washington is going to take Juju's spot. I like that. Juju's going to see all the wide receiver ones. Right? What did Juju have last year? Whatever his stats were. Right? I, I, I don't know off the top of my head. I could look it up. But James Washington could get close to what Juju had last year, I think. I don't disagree with you. Actually, he's one of the, uh, the deeper sleepers that I have. And I think that anybody who takes him as their uh, back-end wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three, is probably making a great decision. I gave up. I don't remember exactly what it was. I can look it up, but I just made a trade for him in my one of my dynasty leagues. Um, and I mean, which I've made seven trades in that league this just this year because I'm I, addicted to trades. I have a problem. I've got to say, I don't think James Washington is catching 111 balls for 14, 26, and seven. But I will give James Washington Juju's rookie year stats of 58 for nine, 17, and seven. I'll give James Washington that. I'll buy that. I I'm not giving him a Pro Bowl season, but I'll give him. I was thinking he was under 100 this year, my bad. No, I could see James Washington approaching 69 and 907. With the team around him, I could easily see James Washington breaking 1,000 yards and approaching double-digit touchdowns. I don't I Approaching. I don't I'm not, eight, nine, seven's approaching it. That, that's my thing. All I, right, so this is what I, I gave buy up. That. I gave up Derrick Henry and Cortland Sutton in the 203. I got Duke Johnson, Deion Kane, James Washington, and a 2020 second round pick. Two 2020 second round picks. For Repeat that again. I'm sorry. It was De- I gave up Derrick Henry, Cortland Sutton, the 203, and the a 2021 round first round pick. And I got Duke Johnson, Deion Kane, James Washington, and one t- three second round picks. 
Yeah. I like the uh, it, A lot of it depends on your team structure. So, I mean, I here's the thing. I love Cortland Sutton, and uh, I, I'm not a big Derek Hander fan. Never have been. He showed a lot at the end of last year. But he's got value. Though. He, he does. He does have value. That there, there's just a. And I, as I tell everyone who tries to offer me a second for a, you know, a wide receiver three, I'm like, oh well, no, no thanks. If I want to scratch off, I'll go down to the uh, gas station to pick your lottery ticket up. I just in this league I, that I made all these trades in, I won the league last year, and I decided I wanted to blow the team up. You know, I, you I had early and Julio. Yeah, yeah I I'm, just Julio. Dude, I'm just like. You know, I traded Gurley and Julio away. Um, it turned into, I think now I didn't have, I think my best tight end last year was Kyle Rudolph. And now I have Kelsey and Ertz, and it's a one tight end premium league. Nice. Um, so I kind of just took the whole team and just went young, you know. Youth is never a bad way to go if you've, well, if you've got. And sitting on talent. the same team year after year, I've, I've said this on an episode before, there is nothing fun about sitting on the exact same team year to year, even if you win a couple titles in a row, I can almost guarantee you you're not winning three in a row with the same team where you won your first one. Like It's all about making changes. It's selling high. Selling high on Gurley right now is not a bad idea. Selling high on Henry, not a bad idea. Selling high on AB, all these guys that could have factors that change their outlooks like age system change well, yeah and and just you know sell Gurley's been at the top of the running back class for a few years in a row and i just there's no not running anymore. back there's no running back out there not named saquon that i think is going to be an, a big time top tier guy for another three years from this exact point right now yeah but there was a guy that actually held on to that top four or five for about five years his name's Le'Veon bell actually <laughs> oh my god! He, he bounced around <laughs> within the top saying. five. We're talking Gurley is one. You sell sell Gurley because he's it. not going to be your one next if year. He's going to be three to six. If you have Gurley, why not get that number one value? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I sold Gurley, Julio, and Tevin Coleman, and I got Russell Wilson, Dalvin Cook, T.Y. Hilton, and a first round, a 2020 first round pick, and see, a super flex. See, I don't like that. I, I, I was expecting more, Frank. Well. And you know he I, won, he I won like, the league last year. I mean, unless you're playing with seventh graders, you're doing a great job. I, I'm very you know interested. We need to, we need to revisit. I'd love to see. I just want to see the league at this point. We we got to revisit Frank at the oh, end of the 19 the whole, season and see where this team that he has dismantled is, for is at. This is the uh, Dynasty Fanatics three league. It's with uh, top shelf DFF, um, and the whole league in, in the group chat is just like. I can't believe Frank's blowing up his whole team after winning the title last year. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, shit happens. I, I'm trying something new. I have, I'm playing with y'all's money. Like, I can really have fun if I want to. You know, if I want to have Kelsey and Ertz as, you know, my two tight ends and Jarek McKinnon's going to be my RB1 or Darius Geis is going to be my RB1 this year, I'm fine with that. I'm cool. Yeah, it's tight end premium. I, I get a little bit of it, but whew. Well, put, I mean, put a lot in two injured guys from last Kelsey, year. Kelsey and Ertz were the the top scoring tight ends or wide receiver that nobody, no wide receiver tight end scored more than Kelsey and Ertz last year in this league. So now I have the top two from last year. Will they repeat? Who knows? If they get hurt, who knows? Yeah, but you never I'm know. Gonna take that chance. You need to trade. You, know? uh, you need to trade Ertz for Kittle. Just saying. What? I'm, dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the process. Don't worry. 
I was trying. He wanted he wanted Geis and Ertz for Kittle, and I was like, no. Jesus Christ. It's a fair trade. Ertz for Kittle's a very fair trade. I, I'm not knocking what you're doing by selling off your team. I just it it sounds like besides the tight ends, just a couple of the deals that you quoted to us, I feel like you could have banked in a little more. Let me, let me ask you Maybe. something. So since uh, obviously you're the hot take guy, give us your top 10 running backs in order. All if, right. If so we got, got we got Barkley. I like it. Like it. CMC. I'm okay with okay. it. Zeke. I'm okay with that. Kamara. Totally okay. If Ingram leaves, if Ingram stays, Kamara moves down a little bit. Okay. I'll buy that. Gordon. Mm, yeah, I mean it's you can't really argue it. I see a Chubb. downward dip. Ooh, see, I love I do, Chubb. I do love Chubb, but okay, I love Chubb. But he, he's not in. He's not at the. Uh, he's in the lower half of my. He, he's like seven to ten range. Where did you just have Chubb? Six. Six. Okay. Okay. I can't complain too much. I'd probably have more at like eight, but two spots can't knock that. I, I've said before. I think Chubb has every opportunity to approach that top five. So I, I, I'll buy that. Gurley's seven. See, I couldn't, eight. I couldn't put Gurley outside the top so five. So Dalvin is eight? Dalvin's eight. Mm, don't like that one. D- DJ's nine. I like DJ and higher. I, I, who was my tenth? I'd have to look it up to see who the tenth was. Let's just go with Isaiah Crowell so we can finish it up. No, it's just, well, <laughs> I, I was going to say let's, let's go Lev Bell, but that's not true. Um <laughs> I don't remember who the tenth was. It's so maybe it was. Oh no, I know who the tenth was, and it's a it's, it's spicy. No, no, Helen. Who? Tyree Cohen. That's super spicy. Oh Jesus, crime. Okay, so let me ask you: How are you comfortable with? Well, why is it so Mar- spicy? Be- uh, because the Bears because are going to have a different had- running back yeah, in there this he year. He could easily be drafted out of a position. No, I like Tyree Cohen. If you would have said fifteen. I'm okay, but you put him at 10. 15 to me is like his upside. I, I seriously, I, I am dead sold on the fact that Jordan Howard's going to be gone. Yeah, I agree. And you're going to see an all-purpose running back not named Tariq Cohen as the lead guy in Chicago in 19. I tend oh, to agree. So, uh, but this is my thing, right? Tariq Cohen had his, his year in the offense, right, to learn. Now he's got it all under his belt. Now they can unload him fully into the whole Tyreek uh, Hill role. But okay, will so. they? But he, okay, but he's a running back, and well, you're you're expecting you're expecting. But we're ranking running backs, and if if okay, even if he's a a hundred catch guy, if he's not doing anything between the tackles, if you're playing non PPR, he's probably garbage. And if Who's you're playing non PPR, no, I, I understand. Nobody. I understand that, but come on, arms. Listen, it, it Duke Johnson is not a top ten running back that you're going to want every year. The the PPR guys that are strictly pass catching guys, I tend to avoid them until like that's a that's a running back two for me. Now I'm saying the primary role of that guy is a pass catcher. That's a running back two. You got to have a guy who can run the ball. Now who broke the mold this year? CMC, but that's a whole different animal. 
That is a whole different type of body. That is a whole oh, different yeah. level of runner than what Tariq Cohen is. Now, my, my issue that I have with your top 10 here is how are you comfortable with Melvin Gordon and his injury history, which is basically every year since the beginning of time, but nah, not, it's not it's not drastic. It's the same as every other NFL player. You miss a couple games. Well, he had a hip injury that put him out. You know, for a couple games. He it, hasn't had major surgery. No. He's, it's it's just I'm, it's knicky knack stuff. Like every every player. My question is how are you comfortable misses. with Melvin Gordon where you're at? But you're you got to knock Todd Gurley over injury. That's my question. Todd Gurley it, came out. Todd, did you all not see the report that Todd Gurley came out and somebody close to him said? Gurley's worried about the wear and tear on his knees already because he's had over 350 carries the first three or four seasons he's been in the league, whatever it is. No, I, didn't, I didn't, didn't see that. It was on NFL Network the other day. I saw it, and I, was, it, I immediately went to Twitter to back myself up because there's no reason, no reason, you bring C.J. Anderson onto the team to play in the, in the playoffs in the Super Bowl if he's just not feeling okay, if there's not nothing major wrong that he needs surgery on. I don't know if they're trying to put it off a little bit longer or if it's maybe it's something that needs to get cleaned up, their scar tissue from the ACL injury or whatever it is. But he dropped two passes in the NFC Championship game. One's, I, I don't think I ever remember seeing a girl drop passes that blatantly obvious, wide open by himself. It wasn't like somebody was on top of him. Something's wrong with Gurley. How many yards I don't. I don't disagree there. I, I agree. I don't. I, I, he, I also think something is slightly off and wrong. But I also, and, and I don't doubt that he's worried about his knees after all the carries because something is up. But I. But I. I, I wouldn't knock him down and have. I, I'm with you, Arms. I wouldn't have Gordon right above him. I mean, to me, they're in the same situation. I think right now those two are on almost the same playing field currently. Like Gordon. Well, we worry a little. Now, Gurley, for the first time, we worry a little. Do we worry enough? No. I'm still drafting both of them if somebody lets them slip. But I'm not. Neither one of them are one. I put, in my thinking when I was doing it, is I put Gurley behind him because Gordon doesn't have any injury currently. Now, Gurley might not have any injury currently, but it sure the hell seems like it. And He's got I don't a- think. He's got a whole offseason to repair. That, that's my thought. I don't think Kareem Hunt is. I think Kareem Hunt was, hey, let's sign this guy for the minimum. And then when he comes back and there's a team that needs a running back, and we'll just ship him away. I, I, hope that's that's the case. I hope that's the case because I, I did buy me some Chubb shares. And I'm not worried. Like I think Chubb, I think Chubb has an elite uh, set of running skills. So, so I have a worried. hot take that I'm saving because I'm going to be on the Open Bar podcast Tuesday. And I told Jay holding Mike out on us. We're not good enough. Holding out well, on us. But this was before I was. You know, I got asked at like it's five thirty this evening, right? It's all good. So I, and and I told him, I said, I'm going to tell you this one hot take, so you're prepared when I say it, so you don't freak out. But it's trust me, you want to turn on turn into the the open bar podcast Tuesday night to hear this. This is good. Like I said, I posted a tweet yesterday. After Tuesday night, my Twitter is either going to self destruct. I'll be disappearing from the Twitter <laughs> universe, or it's going to f- take rock skyrocket in flight. Okay. If I can curl. But th- then it has to do with Nick Chubb. Let's just put it there. I'll give you that. There's plenty of other hot takes we got. Well, oh, at least uh, that gives me a, a good reason to listen, which I like the open bar anyways. It, it's it's one of the better ones, but I'll definitely be listening to that that episode. Just to, just to hear what we missed out on. 
Yeah. So what's what? Well, we weren't uh, enough for you. Let's, well, let's, I mean, I, I mean, whatever, man. Listen, I, I this was last minute. Let's talk about some of the. Uh, it, it's just about time we told ourselves we're going to hold off till March on digging into the draft too much, and I don't want to get too deep. But I do want to talk about the quarterbacks. Like this is regarded as a weak quarterback class, which I completely disagree with. It's weak, like Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson's class was weak, in my opinion. But who do who are you buying? Who do you hate? I want to hear the hot takes on the rookie quarterbacks. Uh, I I don't love 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 him, but I do love Drew Locke. I think if he gets to the right situation, i.e., like Aaron Rodgers. And he sits behind somebody for a couple of years, you know. Um, I, I just think they can teach him the, the the tools and get him ready to be NFL ready. Um, Haskins, I, I think it's blasphemous that Stephen A. Smith said he was a running quarterback. But, <laughs> yeah, well, we all um, do. That just shows that somebody who doesn't watch football. Did you? What, was it? Didn't he say? Didn't he say something about the other day that, or yes, this today was it something that he? People were like freaking out about. He was talking to. Uh, it's, every, it's every day with that guy. Yeah, that's literally every um, day with him. I don't. If I'm Kyle Murray, I'm on my way to Oakland or California or wherever spring training is, and I'm going to play baseball. If you're that good at baseball and they got guaranteed money, like I get it, you love football, bro. But tag to a tag Valoa made you look like a, a midget. At the Heisman, like at the Heisman Trophy presentation. Are you, wait a second. Are you talking about Haskins? No, he's talking about. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> he's okay. not. He's not Stephen A. In this. Okay, he's you not, threw me off because you're talking uh, about Stephen. Okay, got you, got you, got you. Yeah, if I'm Kyle Murray, I'm going. Uh, I was. Uh, I'm in spring training, swinging a baseball bat right now. I like, right. agree with you on that. Kyler Murray has has more uh, what, Dexter McCutcheon or whatever it is. He's got more of that to his game than he does. Uh, or Mookie Betts type guy. Yeah, Mookie Betts. He's got more uh, than than he's got Baker Mayfield, in my opinion. Like, oh yeah, no, I like, don't think he's going to be I, good. I was all back. I was all on the the Baker train last year when I I argued with people that were like he's going to be Johnny Manziel two point Like, stop it. Closer to Drew Brees than Johnny Manziel. I disagree yeah. with everybody. I think the NFL and and the players and the brand of athletes, the style of athletes. It's evolving, and, and I think Kyler Murray is a, a little piece of that evolution. I think he's going to overcome the the size limitation. He's more he's more Tariq Cohen than he is Baker Mayfield. I mean, just is what it is. I'm uh, I'm pro Kyler Murray. Good. He's more he's more skull mint pouches than he is Grizzly Wintergreen. <laughs> I love this guy's comparisons. Uh, let's let's not forget that Grizzly used to be the generic stuff. Let, let's it. not Grizzly, forget Grizzly's. Put Grizzly's one of these in, you'll start buzzing. I'll probably promise you Grizzly that. Grizzly used to be 99 cents a can, it guys. It did. It used to. Yeah, I don't back, chew. Back in my day. I don't <laughs> chew, but it used to be the cheap when stuff. I was, when I was a, a brand new chewer, I was doing kayak grape, okay? Like, <laughs> I, 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 I kept up with it, okay? Grape. I've we had do, that. We do not endorse tobacco usage on this show. Just no. So <laughs> no, not at all. No, kayak no. grape. I love it, man. That brings me back to like... Eight years ago when I was trying to quit smoking. I don't smoke now, except for when I drink, which is never hardly. But, yeah, I, re- I remember buying some Kayak Purple. What? You got so, a bottle in your hand right now? Yeah, but I'm sipping on it like a, a baby. I'm a, I'm a just, real light uh, drinker. I'm telling you, man, like, Manny Machado just got 10 years, 300 million. It's all guaranteed. Like, 
you're not getting that in the NFL. I don't care who you are. No, but it's not all about the money. I mean, if you if you are, isn't it? Hold on, hold on dude, a second. Come on. He he literally said, or there was a report out that he basically was saying. All right, they need to guarantee me some money, or I'm going to the NFL. Well, yeah, of course you're going to try to play your cards. Wasn't he so, getting paid in then, college? Then, <laughs> most likely for baseball. But see, this is the thing. Not yet. This is the thing. The I thought he said to. I almost feel like he was a prima donna about it because the base, like MLB, doesn't ever, ever just like rarely do they just shoot stars right into the league. You know what I mean? Like it. You everybody goes to Double A, and then you're there for a couple weeks, and if you're good, you know, you move your way up. Like. You play your first contract out, and then you get – if you're as good as everybody says you are, you're going to get paid the big bucks. But I I don't think – he's a poor man's Russell Wilson, in my opinion. He's a poor man's Johnny Manziel. Oh, God. Whoa. I don't Whoa. think he's that bad. I don't think he's that bad. I don't no. – look. He's he, not the he, head case Manziel is, but I don't know if he's the quarterback Manziel you know was. He reminds me of, you know what he reminds me of? He's, he reminds me – of how Tyrod Taylor was. Now he was he was better than Tyrod Taylor was in college. Agreed. But I feel like that's how it's going to be in the in the in the league. You know, he's not going to be like this worldly like let's throw for 400 yards. He's not going to be Mahomes. You know. He, Here's just, a couple reasons. Athle- athlete, to me, it, and I think we're going to agree here, Frank. Athleticism catches up with him very quickly. Whenever you are, were the top one percent of high school athletes going into college, and you probably were the top, let's say, five percent of athletes in college. Well, actually, probably top one percent of athletes in college. In the NFL, the top one percent is what you're playing against every, every single, single snap. And this is the. Everybody's comparing him to Drew because of the height thing, Drew and Russell. But let's be honest, like this isn't just me being a homer. Like this, this records show it. Drew's the most accurate quarterback of all time. Like, Bingo. Are we giving Kyle Murray Drew Brees' accuracy just because he's the same height? Like no. Drew can watch a, watch a Drew Brees play. The dude's got his head, his the back of his head's touching, you know his his shoulder blades behind <laughs> or his shoulder pads. He's looking he's up. Look- He's looking down the bottom, the the lower part opening of his face mask, but he's throwing dimes because that's how he's done his whole year, his whole career. So I'm not giving Kyle Murray saying that he's Drew Brees' accurate wise. I'm I'm just going to add to the Kyler Murray like baseball. It's not all about money thing. Here's two things. One, NFL is a much bigger spotlight and stage than baseball. And And to become a star... If this kid wants to be a household name, you don't go play baseball. You, you just don't. He's got a chance to be a household name. He could play baseball after he's done with freaking football. If he didn't want to play, if he didn't want to play baseball, he should have shut that shit down months ago. He should have instead of going instead of going on Dan Patrick or the Rich Eisen or whatever show he was on, and Dan Patrick's in there asking the kid, and then he's looking at his Dan Patrick's looking at his dad who's standing thirty feet away, and his dad all his dad can do is giggle. Shut that shit down. The day after you win the Heisman Trophy and say, look, football is what I want to do. Football is what I love. Yeah, I'm good at baseball. I got drafted by the A's, but that's he, not what I'm doing. Let I'm me ask you. He, he's young. There was no hurry to do that, in my opinion. So but, I, I can't agree with so, that. So to agree with Frank on this, which I'll probably do rarely other than about our Alvin Kamara. I don't know. You guys are like long-lost twins. We might be. We might be related. Um, but all jokes aside, it, it, to me, it, so let's say that he tries to pull this two sport thing, and he actually shows something in MLB, like it, you know, works up through the minors. Because we've seen, no, not, no, no. Listen, just, just hear me out. Hear me out. 
can he start showing to where he can actually be a viable major league baseball player? He will chase the money. He'll walk away from the NFL to get the guaranteed money, the big money, because the big money is not in the NFL. The big money is in baseball. Do you think he'll ever make it to the big leagues, though? Who's the last person that got brought up like immediately? Chris Bryant? Was that his name? Uh, Bryce Harper is the last one I know of. I thought Chris Bryant did it a couple years ago. I think that was his name. Possibly. I'm not a baseball guy. This Softer spoken than Tim Ply over here. Listen, he... The only guys in history that have done that successfully were Bo and Dion that I can remember that were good at both. Correct. Michael Jordan. (laughs) Sorry. The only reason Jordan played baseball. I'm sorry. Don't don't take me serious. That's for a whole whole different topic. The only reason Jordan wouldn't play baseball because he got caught gambling, I think. Bingo. They they forced him to retire. Hidden suspension. Dion and Bo were... Transcended athletes is the word you're looking right. for. Yeah, thank you. Athletes. Right. Like, you got LeBron, you got Dion, you got... I mean, Bo's hip came out, and he he tore whatever artery is down there, and he carried a guy another 10 yards after that. Like, Bo and Dion were different kind of, like, specimen to be able to do that. I don't think Kyle Murray's body can keep up, where he can go and play bullfin and decide, oh... I'm pretty good at this baseball thing. I'm not making as much money in football. I'm getting hit by 295-pound Aaron Donald, who's getting triple teamed, but 20, 72% of the time he's getting to me still. I agree you 100%. Where, where, where I'm why, going with this is he's better at baseball than he is at football. But listen, he can play football and flame out and go straight to baseball, but he can't do the opposite. Well, you're in a, your window in the NFL is a lot And then all he, is is the guy, all he is is the guy that thought he could hack it in the NFL and turned out he couldn't. Right, but then he goes to play baseball and makes all the money that he wanted to make. I like so the path it's a win-win. I like the path he's taking. It's a win-win. He's he's smart about it. You, I still don't think he's going to be a successful NFL quarterback. I don't think he is, and I think his, I think his path to success is Tebow-like, so to speak. He's going to end up playing professional baseball. But I, I don't I don't know I don't follow baseball nearly enough to know what Kyler Murray looks like from a uh, a baseball standpoint as a prospect. But if I'm not mistaken, he was a first round draft pick, second round draft pick, and major. Yeah, so first round draft pick. pick. The guy does obviously have some potential. It was off potential. I, it I, wasn't I, like he could. He he didn't he didn't destroy baseball before he got drafted. He, here's what I'm going to say. Yeah, no, he wasn't. He wasn't a Bryce like he wasn't Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. Or, no, he's a shortstop that has a lot of potential to be one of the game's yes. better shortstops. His. So if he's drafted in the first round, he will set a franchise back no less than three years in the NFL. Ah, he's trying. Malarkey. He's trying to pull Mahomes. I can't wait. I can't wait till this season gets. He's rolling. trying to ride Mahomes' coattails. And look, if if the Cardinals take him one overall, I will trade every single Cardinal player I have on any dynasty team that I own. Kirk, Chris and Kirk, David Johnson, they're all gone. Because I don't think he's going to be able to successfully run the offense. I'll You're take not going to bring him Rosen all day long. I would take him over Rosen as well, but that doesn't mean it makes anyone better there. Rosen is terrible. So, is Rosen terrible, or is Rosen terrible because of the system he was in? Rosen, Rosen, is, is, Rosen is the worst quarterback in the NFL. No, like, he's yeah. not. No, the guy that's no. the worst quarterback in the NFL makes eighteen million dollars and just got traded. Yeah, you're, you're saying Joe you're Flacco. All right, all right, whatever. You're pretty close, but no, no. J- Josh Rosen was a rookie, not a good one. He was a bad rookie. There's still time, Jeff or Jeff, 
Uh, Jared Goff was a crappy rookie. Give, There's a lot of guys that give were crappy me Blake rookies. Bortles. I'm not saying that Josh Rosen is going to be Jared good. Goff has good players around him. You can't give up on a guy after one year. You just can't. Even Ryan Leaf got more than one year. Where does he Ryan go? Ryan Leaf reference. Wow. But where? I guess the question is, where do you go from here? So if you, it's, all right. So we keep Rosen. Then where does Kyler Murray fall? The Giants aren't taking him. Miami. Miami. Okay. Well, good luck. Good luck with that being Miami. I think you guys said Jaguars. Last you know week. what I will say. It, actually, I'd mentioned this. I think to the you. Jaguars, no, the Jaguars are going to trade for Foles. It, I don't know why. If, I think it's going to happen. I just think the Jaguars are going to trade for Foles. I, I think that's a pretty solid take. It's a, that, I, I like that. I think if kind of the most likely to succeed spot for him would be the Jaguars, and that's just on the hopes that their defense emerges. And I'm not saying that he's ever going to be a fancy, viable quarterback, but he could be a successful quarterback because, for the love of God, Blake Bortles was a successful quarterback there at times. He if really, it really I'm, was. Like one time. But if I'm, if I'm the Jaguars GM, why am I going to take Kyle Murray and hope that he's good? Yeah. When I know that Foles can win a Super Bowl with a good defense, you got. I think Ramsey's on his rookie, his last year of his rookie deal. Boulier is probably on his last year. You got Miles Jack that's probably coming. Like, there's all these. Calais Campbell's not getting any younger. Like all these guys in the defense. That's this amazing defense, which they didn't play like it last year. You know, but. I'm taking a chance with Nick Foles for one year, then I am going to take with Kyle Murray with his rookie year trying to get this team to the Super Bowl with this defense. Yeah, Nick I Foles agree. You go with a veteran. You don't draft Kyler Murray. You're, you're just setting yourself back if you draft any of the rookie quarterbacks. Jacksonville's options are Nick Foles, uh, Ryan Tannehill. I'm not saying that's a good one. It's a terrible but one. Case, Case, Case Keenum. Keenum. I, seriously, I mean, any one, of, any one of those three guys does give them a slightly better chance than the, Blake Bortles. Is the Jacksonville defense better than the Vikings defense was two years ago? No. Currently, no. Last year, yes. They have the potential to be, and that's the scary thing about it, because they didn't. I mean, what did they lose to suck? That's that's like the the weird question about Jacksonville. Tell me what you lost. Why you all of a sudden suck? Leonard Leonard Fournette and couldn't run the ball. Yes. Uh, okay, so you lost Leonard Fournette in the running game. Did that? Is that the reason you couldn't rush the passer? You know, uh, well. I'm, I'm saying they're because de- Leonard Fournette wasn't exactly a superstar two years ago. Last year, he definitely wasn't a superstar and had had some injury issues, obviously. But that's you can't put it on one guy to be the difference between making what the AFC Championship game to being out of the playoffs entirely. You can't put that on you a can, running back. You can though when Steelers Leonard better. Fournette goes out, that goes out as a workhorse, and you got Blake Bortles' defenses are. You're one-dimensional. No, who's scared of T.J. Yeldon running down the field? Who's scared of Leonard Fournette? He's not good. He's a thousand-yard back. A thousand-yard back's a dime a dozen in the NFL. Uh, Quick pause for for two reasons. One, I had tried to contact Bruning a couple times throughout the course of this conversation. I think we've got him now, just to add another. Yep, we got Matt. So we got Matt. What's up, Matt? We got Matthew Bruning, fantasy, uh, or the, uh, I'm sorry, dag on it. The, the, God dang it. Dag nabbit. Fantasy football round table. For, I can't get my Fs. Go. I can't get my Fs to come out right. So many Fs. I need to drop some F-bombs. But, F3. But we got Bruning. He also recently joined the uh, the writing team for this show called the Back Row Fantasy Show. Pretty good show. They're all right. We're right. They're but right. Uh, so we got him and Frank. Sorry it took me so long to get you connected, Matt. Not sure what that was no, all about. No, you're good. 
But before we continue on this hot take debate thing, I do want to let everybody know that our promo code for Seat Giant has been straightened out. So if you need tickets to a game, college game, a concert, tickets to anything, an orchestra, probably even a uh, live pornography shooting, you can get them. No, I take that back. You probably shouldn't look that up. But Seat Giant promo code BRFS. That'll get you a nice little discount. I've used it myself. Anyways, back to the discussion. Quarterbacks. Let's talk about another one. Either one of you guys' choice. I'll give Bruning, you know, first dibs since he missed a lot of what we did. But Bruning, is there a quarterback in this draft, rookie-wise, that you believe in or don't believe in, not named Kyler Murray, because we talked about him already, and just give us a reason why you do or don't believe. Uh, I mean, there's a couple guys that I believe in. I Really quick, because I was actually watching the show, and I want to touch on Kyler Murray. I'm with you, Bark. I think he's going to be phenomenal at, this, at uh, the My NFL boy. level. I, I, I'm telling you, I understand what Arms and, and Frank are saying about him. And his we found another pineapple eater. I get what you're saying about him being closer to Tariq Cohen's size and everything, but if he can put on a little bit of weight, the NFL is moving to you playing more outside the pocket. This dude can throw the ball on a dime on the run. I I can almost guarantee you good. And my hot take, he's not going to Jacksonville. Washington is going to trade up and take him. All right, I'll move on from Kyle. I, I feel bad that? for his career if that happens. Left field. Well, hey. maybe, maybe. See, I like I like him having Darius guys there, and we'll see what happens. Maybe he can't can make play, Josh. Can't, can't play baseball if your your leg gets snapped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, I like Dwayne Haskins. I mean, I'm trying to put my Ohio State Buckeyes bias aside. There, I think he's, I'm with you. In my opinion, the best prospect in the class. Uh, obviously, I think he needs to improve on his deep ball accuracy. I think that's his biggest thing. Uh, and then I like Drew Locke and Will Greer as well. I think uh, both those guys can go in the third or fourth round uh, if they end up going to a good team, allowed to sit for a year or two. I think they could both be, you know, middle tier fantasy quarterbacks uh, for your fantasy teams. I don't expect them to be elite, but I still think they could be in that fifteen to twenty range. What so, if? So what if? The Oregon quarterback would have came out. The possibility. Herbert. Herbert, Herbert would have been Herbert, number one. I think. All right. I know, but would it have? What would it have done to the rest of the first round? Think about it. Herbert gets taken one, right? Yeah. And all these other teams that need this quarterback are going to start trading up. Right. Yeah. Guess, I agree. You know? So that's I, my favorite. That's my favorite day of the year. Is the NFL. Well, besides my fantasy home league draft, but the NFL draft, like. Just seeing the trades and seeing guys fall and sit in the green room with this. It, it's almost like when they show the guys in the green room they've been sitting, you can hear the, the Hello, Darkness, My Old Friend song playing in the background. You know what I mean? Yep. So, all right. It, for me, the only potential franchise-level quarterback, and I'm not even saying he is a franchise quarterback, the only potential franchise-level quarterback in this entire draft is Dwayne Haskins. Thank you. I, I think Amen. I think that Will Greer is somewhere <clears throat> somewhere and I don't know where but somewhere between oddly enough both on the Chargers somewhere between Ryan Leaf and Philip Rivers and I don't know where he falls in there but like that just for something about the way he plays just reminds me of them. Well, let's let's play roundtable real quick and I'll start us out. Let's just let's do this. I'll give you the guys that I think are potential franchise quarterbacks in this draft. And then you guys can follow suit. Dwayne Haskins, I believe, is a potential franchise quarterback. And if somehow he ends up on the Giants, 
I love him. I, like I do too. I, I, I love him I like, like, like Arms him. and Frank love each other. I love him. I think Kyler Murray does have the potential. We've already talked about that, so I'll get off that quickly. But I think Daniel Jones also has the ability to be a franchise level quarterback. I I don't I think he's got the ability. Um uh, the the question about Daniel Jones is like you're playing at Duke, man. You're playing in the ACC and what have you done for what have you done ever? In the AC, it's a, it's a it's a weak conference. It's it's almost like drafting your average Big Twelve quarterback. No, yes, it is. Yes, no. it's exactly like his that. measurables, his intangibles, his size. He's a he's a prototype with upside that is just. You're missing what I'm talking about. You're I'm talking about the weakness of the conference. He may look good in the conference he's in, nah, but what does that. he do against elite competition? He didn't have elite players around him. There is a, you I'll don't buy that. you don't have elite players around that. you at Duke like. He, he did really good with what was provided to him. And I think in an NFL offense with a little seasoning, not a starter in year one, you don't do that with this guy. But but with a little seasoning and a decent team around him, he can grow into a franchise quarterback. We, I mean, I mean it, there's no secret that the Duke football organization is, is garbage. But what I will say, it, it kind of in your defense, like – He's a good decision maker, at least. I mean, twenty-two touchdowns to nine interceptions this past year, uh, almost twenty-seven hundred yards. Like, who, who's could, your who's well, your franchise? You, hold guys? on, hold on. Could hold you on. expect more? How many cornerbacks is he playing that can jump that window and pick it off? And I don't In know. ACC. How, how many great? De- oh, come. I mean, no, no, they're no. throwing up the game in the ACC. Uh, only if you're you Clemson. Know? Well, <laughs> they're the only person, only team dropping sixty points a game. Everyone else in the ACC sucks. There's a such thing as overanalyzing. No, uh, and no, that's, and that's what we're going to do with any small school quarterback. So, so overanalyze why they weren't better. Uh, did they play elite competition? We've got small school quarterbacks that have tore up the NFL for years. So I'll, I'll go with Haskins. I'll buy Drew Locke, right? I, I can see that. I think Wilger has every bit of the potential. Ryan Leaf also had every bit of the potential. I just got to see where Wilger's head's at. I don't know. I, I, all the measurables, Will Greer, he's genuine. Like, it, overall. Is he your franchise? Are you, still, he, are you he, giving yeah, us your he, potential he has, franchise? He has, he has potential for that. Rivers, yes. Yes, but, and, and then Jones. And that, I mean, that's pretty much where the list ends for me. And, and anyone for you, Bert? Uh, Bert? Brett? I, then, honestly, we'll, then we'll key off to our guests. Do go have at it. I'm with Haskins. Um, I don't know a lot about this Jones guy, but I do like Drew Locke. Um, back to Kyler Murray. I don't think Kyler Murray is going to be good. I'll move off to that. But uh, I do like Will Greer behind a good NFL quarterback in Phillip Rivers. And I think he will be good in a couple of years after Rivers uh, is done. If that if that's where he goes now, I do have another one that I I, I if he would have came out last year if I don't even think he was draft eligible, but and, and I'm now I'm afraid because of what happened with Christian Ponder, but Trace McSwordly I really liked him last year, and if he would have developed it on the continue kind of the same pattern, I would have loved him in this year's draft, but man, it was an awful disappointing season for what he put together. Frank, give give me your your potential franchise quarterbacks out of this draft. Haskins, plain and simple. That's Only it. One. Only one. Okay, uh, that's fair enough. I that, mean, that is it, fair. it's not. It's not a, a draft where you. We don't know where these quarterbacks are going to be taken. We know Haskins is probably a top ten pick, but what, we we don't lot, know a hundred percent. What I'm going to say with Haskins is he, the rest my confidence are. level on Haskins is like eighty percent, and everybody else is closer to sixty or less. 
Bruning? Locke. I would say Locke, Jones, and um, Greer could be Case Keenum, Ryan Fitzpatrick-esque. Like journeyman, like come in, manage the game. Alex Smith. They like, absolutely could, yeah. Alex Smith, but they're not going to be your, you know, your Russell Wilson, your Tom Brady's, your Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. Like, no. Right. Haskins has the potential, yes, to be a 10, 12 year franchise quarterback, but I don't see the other ones being able to do that. Okay. Bruning, before you go, was twi- yeah. was uh, was our feed running okay? Yeah, yeah, it was running good. All right. Yeah, I caught like the past thirty minutes or so of it. Okay, cool. I was just wondering because we we've got so much light pouring in this room that our projector screen across the room is just washed out. We can't see ourselves at all. Oh, I don't know if yeah, it's still. I don't even know if we're still streaming. To be honest with you, but your your franchise quarterbacks in this draft, if it is plural, it is. I've got so I've got four. The guys that I think could be franchise quarterbacks are. Wayne Haskins, Kyler Murray. I do think Daniel Jones can, uh, but I do think the biggest thing for him, he's got to go to the right team and he's got to sit because the one thing I agree with that. He's. I personally don't think something you guys were just touching on with the ACC is you're right. He hasn't played that top level competition, and while he did throw for 22 touchdowns and nine interceptions, he did struggle a lot when he got pressure in the face. He was just throwing it wherever he could, and that I think is not necessarily what you want out of your franchise quarterback. Oh, absolutely not. And then my my sleeper quarterback that I don't think a lot of people are talking about that I think has a realistic shot at being a top quarterback in the NFL is Tyree Jackson. I think he's going to go Buffalo. My big thing I've been talking about. Yeah. From Buffalo. Yes. I've been saying that I think he goes to the chargers sits behind Phillip rivers for a couple more years. And then I think he has a chance to take over that team. And he, I think is going to be legit at the next level. That'll make our buddy uh, Damon Talbot over at NFL Draft Diamonds very happy. He, he knows that kid personally like he does most of these small school kids. But I, I, I am definitely pulling uh, for I, anybody coming out of a situation like Jack. That, that, kid, that kid's got a cannon. Yes, he does. I watched their bowl game this year, and that kid can throw the ball. I, I see. That's he why really, I love having you guys on. We would never would have brought up Jackson. But he's not Mahomes-esque with the, the tangibles. But if he sits behind a quarterback for a couple years and gets groomed, he at six seven and with his arm talent, yeah, he could, he definitely could be one. I forgot, I totally forgot about him. I didn't forget. I just it's not. I think he might enter the conversation with us and other podcasts more. Coming closer if, to draft. If he's yeah, if, if he, he is out. he invited to the combine. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he is. He's going to be there. Yeah, I was sure going to say is. this is a weak quarterback class. They're going to be. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that he's a weak quarterback. He's, but he's probably going to get some Shaquem Griffin like talk after the combine. Yes. If I if I had to predict it. Yeah, he'll shoot up just based on his arm. When he starts throwing at the combine and people see how easy, how he just can flick his arm and that ball is going to go an easy 50, 60, 70 yards. He's going to shoot up everybody's boards. Nice round four draft pick for me. <laughs> all right so there we go that's it who who is uh just as a final hail mary pass who is going to be the absolute worst quarterback out out of the top prospects not named kyler murray i don't want to go kyler murray bashing Boo. again and that's not because i'm rooting for him i just don't want to talk about him anymore we we spent enough time talking about him but is there a guy that's a high prospect that you just think is absolute trash? 
Hmm. See, I think Drew. From, uh, I, I don't like Drew Locke. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go with that before you guys get on the ramble. I I saw and see a little too much time standing in the pocket, a little bit of hesitation, and a lot. And I know he can laser it in on the short and intermediate, but on his deep ball, I see some float. And I worry about that. I'll give you I'm mine. A, I'm not a big lock guy. A lot, a lot of people have him as a top 10 uh, if overall quarterbacks. But Jarrett Stidham, I think Jarrett Stidham, first off, I haven't liked an Auburn quarterback probably ever that I can recall. No Cam? Uh, well, no, not really. I still don't like Cam. You know that. But I'm not a big uh, Stidham fan. I just think that there's some... I don't know. Oh, we're in the ACC. Oh, you know, it's the top level of competition. From what I saw from him, he's just not a clutch quarterback, not a great quarterback. Um, and as, as we said before, you got to be a winner in college, and Stidham's really not that much of a winner. Frank? Uh, I would probably have to lean either, uh, what's this, uh, Ryan Finley, the kid from North Carolina State, or... Yeah, he's a big um, prospect. Or that kid, uh, Clayton Thorson. I don't think either of them are, are NFL ready by any means. Okay. Brooding. Uh, well, Frank and uh, Arms just touched on my two guys. In the article that I wrote for your guys' side, it's Stenman and Finley. They're both in my 9 and 10 of this class. I think they're being wildly overrated. I can't help but agree. I just, yeah, I'm with you. I hate agreeing. This was supposed to be a heated, hot debate episode, and it <laughs> well, was for a minute. It was for a minute. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes a hot take for the take of a hot take is just like spilling coffee in your face on purpose. That was quite possibly the worst analogy I've ever heard. I thought it was brilliant. It was terrible. Even my pineapple-eating pal Bruning's not not coming to my back for that one. He's like, yeah, it was kind of it was kind of crap. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of crap. <laughs> That's all right too, Bruning. I'm sorry that we uh, could not get two people at once connected on Skype. It's probably because we're running Twitch and Arms has got XNXX pulled up on his computer. So uh, <laughs> good sight, good sight. His face right now. Good sight. Uh, it's a very solid sight. It's not bad. It's good, it's good for the whole family. <laughs> not bad at all. Yeah. But yeah, thank, good clean family fun. Good exactly. clean family fun. That's right. And Frank actually you clean it and you clean it and you clean it. And yeah, you, you just wax you on, wax it, off, and over and, and over. Delete it and you delete it. <laughs> yeah. First thing I ever, if I want to do incognito it, mode, brothers. I have a uh, auto text. If someone said from my phone, arms has passed away, it's going to send to Jeremy Barker. Delete my history from everything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sorry, Bruning. I tried to get you on earlier. No, it just good. slipped away. But Frank, thanks for coming on. Thanks for uh, keeping the cursing to a minimum. Kind of proud of you there, because at no first F-bombs. I thought no f bombs. It was close, but at first I thought, well, oh. this family show where all these kids are sitting around the fire watching us. Yeah, and you're talking about XNXX. Yeah, but kids don't know what XNXX is unless they're 12 or older. The 10 or so like people that caught us on Twitter about two weeks you, ago. Well, you you failed kids from the beginning because you're telling them to eat pizza with pineapple. Thank on. you. So yes. right there, right there, you killed every kid. Have you future. tried it? Yeah, yeah, I've tried it. Uh, okay. I wanted to, oh, you know where I put it? Right next to the Thin Mints in the trash bag. <laughs> I think you might be like a, a mix between me and Barker here. It's, no, he's all you. Frank's all you. Not, no, not the Barker, Barker's Derek in the Step Brothers analogy. He's the one nobody likes. He sings 
He tells his wife, you know, to to sing uh, the good, the good looking, um, successful one. Yeah. I highly freaking doubt yeah. it. I, I kind of run this yeah. shit, so yeah. I and agree he, with you 100. Arms when you're when I you're trying to life. sell the house. When you're trying to sell the house, Arms has got the KKK uniform on, waving to the, the <laughs> no. buyers. Just Jesus just Lord. Just because I'm bald and the, the palest human being no, on the planet. I mean, in the movie Step Brothers, in the movie Step Brothers, when he's going to sell the house, Will Ferrell. You know, why, why can we use the analogy that the, I'm the one playing that I'm dead, and you're like, he just died in here. You're like, why wasn't that with the analogy? Eat, eat shit, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Prestige hey, worldwide, baby. I was watching Chappelle show today. Yeah, we, there was like, a great Twitter thread. Great Twitter thread. And started by me. Yep. I'm killing Twitter. I'm killing Twitter this week. I'm just telling you now. Well, you know, you're, you're a whole. I've gained a whole twelve followers over the last two days. Okay? You have you have pulled a Anybody Miley Cyrus, and you've went off your rocker a little bit, and it's paid off. Yeah, it has. But uh, can I leave you with one more hot take? Before Absolutely, we go? please. Absolutely. All right. In since two thousand and nine, right? There's been two running backs that have gone over three two players in general that have gone over three hundred and fifty total fantasy points. Okay. Right. 350 fans points. It's been Todd Gurley last year. He had 351. Yep. David Johnson in 2016 had 367. Yep. This year, Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, both over 375 fantasy points. Are you giving us what you were saving for open bar? No. Okay. No, no, okay. No, I'm just no, making no, sure. Because I was no, going to say, it's kind of weak sauce for the buildup. No, 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 no. That is all, trust me. Okay. Open bars. I got about six or seven of them for open bars. Okay. I, okay. I, I like Chubb's potential, and I do think Saquon Barkley, for the foreseeable future until further notice, is the number one fantasy running back. Chubb's not catching enough balls to get over 350. You, see, we'll see how everything plays out for him. Yeah, but when he, when he scores 21 touchdowns, it will be yeah. <laughs> I hope so. I hope you're right. I, Every I, person that listens to this is going to be like, "Oh, I got to go buy Chubb," and then he's going to get he's going to get four hundred uh, yards and three touchdowns. And then I don't know. Unfollow me from Twitter. They're getting huge disappointed from their Chubby. I, I think they're going to all be like, "Oh man, we need to go buy Chubb." But wait a second, let me go check this dude Frank's tweets out first, and then after scrolling through for about three minutes, like, "Nah, yeah, I'm he's, not, he's, I'm not, not, not he, doing." You're that. rolling through. You're like, "Wait a second. You're saying Benny Snell's the next Todd Gurley? All right, delete. I'm just joking. So, I don't know if you said that. So the wife, the wife said, "I need to take a, a picture in a straight jacket and use it as my profile pic." I, I like that it. Idea. I like it. I I, I agree. Your I wife's agree. a so smart look, woman. Could you make? Well, she, she married me. Of course, she's a smart <laughs> woman. Um, <laughs> make me a pro- arms, arms. You look just like the dude. You better chill. <laughs> hey, I better way out of my league too. I've where, seen your wife. She's way better looking than you. Oh, yeah, by far. I, I'll kick my coverage. Trust me. Amen, um, brother. Amen. Since arms, since we're best friends now, can we make it? Can y'all make me a promise that it doesn't take uh, almost a year to get on the podcast? From the we first will time I'll definitely you? have you on again because you did not message us a year ago. Uh, uh, hold on. You sent me the, tr- the message this morning, right? Yeah. Or, or not this morning. You sent it to me at 545 saying, hey, bro, you want to be on a podcast in three hours going blind? I said, sure. Yeah, no problem. Uh, let's see. The last one you sent me was four twelve of eighteen. Oh, so yeah, that has been ten. You got me. Ten months. You got me. I just scrolled through it too. It was April eleventh. You got me. Hey. So, but, but, see, we, but listen, listen. When you did that, here I'm going to give you some straight truth. When you did that, because oh, yeah, I, rem- I wasn't. 
I remember this now. You were talking about the NCFF. And there was two of you dudes in the NCFF, this league, that both messaged me. And you guys were contradicting the shit out of each other. And I was like, I'm going to let this play out for a while. And whichever one of these guys is still around, then then we'll do it. And the other guy, I think, oh. has faded into obscurity. And, so, And I'll, I'll agree with you. Ten months ago, I had... 100 fo- Twitter followers. So, I, worry, I ain't worried about that. Oh, yeah, we don't care about that. No, we don't care about that. Brett has so, four. Yeah, but I'm on the I, show. There was no, there was no hot take. No hot takes coming. Yeah, we yeah. don't care about that either. I mean, we've had people, literally we've had a few guys at like message and, and say, you know, I would love to come on and, and speak a little bit about fantasy football on the show. We honestly, we don't give a damn who you are. Like, it doesn't matter, which granted, you're writing for multiple sites. That's great. We've talked to you. We We have a little bit of a rapport with you. So that's just added bonus. But if if uh, a guy like a kid like Chris Stoops wants to come on, who now is gaining Twitter followers, but when we started the show, I, I I don't even know if he was in the fantasy football community at all. But we like this kid so much, we're like, dude, you can come on the show any freaking time. Because we're, maybe if you were a super fan like Stoops, you would have been on the show a long time ago. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, the brutal honesty oh. about podcasts are uh, anybody can start one. Anybody can promote it. Anybody can have whoever they want on the show. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, but uh, I've I've tweeted y'all a couple times when people are like what podcasts, you know. I listen. I'm well aware. Right. I know Arms is the crazy one that derails everything most of the time. Like the? I get it. He derails the fun is what he does. We start having fun. He's like, guys, back on topic. Guys, 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 we gotta talk about football. He's not Russian. He's he's kind of a freaking pud. <laughs> I haven't heard that term in years. It was, it was uh, not about me last time, just so we're clear. Yeah. Anyways. Well, I wish we could have. I wish we. Uh, I could have had the whole trio together. But you know, since his wife's out there partying, and he's. Yeah, we haven't heard from him either. As soon as I told him we had a fill in for him, he's like, "Sweet night off." Chad is now drunker than all of us. So, yeah, he he has no desire to come here right now. Sorry yeah. to let you down, Frank. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's I, I got. A, I gained a new best friend. That's right. <laughs> I like it. Which, see, this is this dude, is what it's wonder, all about. Wonder, Friendships wonder, are made. I wonder if Arms follows me. Let's see. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I follow like thirty thir- thirty oh. people. You're about to be followed there. I was gonna say he called out on purpose so you do follow. Uh, it's, Ooh, he already oh, knew. Well, I, I don't follow you either, Arms. So you you're mother. All right, arms don't post. He posts Mother, about. Jesus. I must be. Wait, wait. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. Our arms post a lot about Jesus. My wife pointed out to me like, "Is arms a big Christian?" He's posting a lot about Jesus. I'm like, "No, he's trying to get Jesus-driven football players to come on the show." No, first off, Tim I, Tebow. I, uh, I, I go. To, I read Corinthians eleven twenty-one. I go to church often. So. I didn't, didn't say you didn't, but you're not. Yeah, you're, you're not a big, you're not. I'm not. I'm not down your throat about it, but I do believe in God. Well, We're not going to get into this. He has a natural light in his hand. You technically can't get down <laughs> anybody's throat. <laughs> Wait, so how did we go that whole time and we haven't talked about Robert Kraft? Yeah, we better. Let's, we better finish that let's up. Let's get on this. Bruning, are you here? Please, I'm still here. Thank okay. yes, God. I am. Okay, let's uh, let's touch on. <laughs> let's touch. That's actually <laughs> happened earlier this week. Let's, let's touch on craft. But for all the people that are still here with us listening, you know, this might be the first time you ever hear me on a podcast. I apologize. I go off the rails a lot. It's okay. I talk about a lot of random stuff. But no, we, we had all intentions of talking about craft. 
The Jupiter Police Department deflated Robert Clarif's balls is the greatest thing. <laughs> Arms actually just sent me a picture, which I'm sure is viral by now, but it said with the 32nd pick of the 2019 NFL draft, the New England Patriots select, <laughs> and it's a picture of a little Asian massage girl. <laughs> it was, oh, it was a thing of beauty. Did you, see the one, did you see the one where it was him and Brady kissing, and it says Brady needs to go and get tested for herpes now? <laughs> Uh, I love when bad things so, happen to the all right, Patriots. Here's what I'm going to say about Robert Kraft. If stud, if <laughs> is he good for him? Is he good for him? He paid for it. If so he can, if he can still get it up at that age, good for him. <laughs> Dude went in there, popped a Viagra 45 minutes before his massage. First off, second and then, off, and then if he this was standing there in cuffs, if looking it, like. Ron Burgundy when he was talking to uh, Christina Applegate and Anchorman. <laughs> if this he was on some Sex Panther, if this was a player doing the same thing, we would be discussing suspension. There would be conversations about you know from several people like, "Oh, he's involved in the sex ring. Get him out of the NFL." Nothing's going to happen to the old white billionaire. Nope. Well, yeah, but isn't that the same thing? Didn't um, they kick Jerry Richardson out for your yeah? Uh, an employee inappropriately, so this is a, a bigger deal, man. It's a human, right. human trafficking is what they're what they're putting on him right now. I mean, that's bigger than just inappropriately touching some girl that works for you. I hope you're right, but we got to remember it's Dude. the Patriots. I think they're both equally Rob, garbage. What I will Robert say, Robert Kraft's got Liam Nelson breathing down his neck right now. Okay, from taking with the human trafficking. Sorry, <laughs> Bad. Bad. did you say Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson, yeah, Liam Neeson. But, but the thing about it is, the argument back is, well, Robert Kraft didn't know that that was human trafficking. Really? Really, Robert Kraft? Whenever you're soliciting a 17-year-old or 18, whatever, I don't know how old she is. It doesn't matter how old she is. You know, little Asian girl or whatever she was, it's for the happy ending to your massage, you're trying to throw your money around. You don't think this is taking part in some sort of human trafficking? There needs to be some sort of penalty for him. Do we do we penalize the Patriots? No, we penalize him and force a sale. Like that that's death penalty for Robert Kraft. So who's your who's your NFL team? Raiders. Okay, so you have some kind of animosity from Tuck Rule from 18 years ago. So it's okay. <laughs> Amen, <laughs> Reverend. I understand. But look, everybody was comparing it today to the Jim Irsay thing and like how he just got a slap on the wrist. But like Jim Irsay was just he was driving intoxicated or under the influence, whatever, whichever one it was. Like this is this is beyond anything that Jim Irsay was doing. And if you're gonna fire Jerry Richardson for just touching a girl inappropriately or make him sell the team, not fire him, but make him sell his team, you need to do the same thing with. Robert Kraft, the, the Clippers owner from a couple of years ago, didn't he do something similar that Jerry Richardson did and had to sell the Clippers? Uh, no, he was um, was it hiking up prices for minorities in the buildings that he owned? He was making them pay more than white people. Wow! Oh, it made some uh, made some racist comments that got caught on tape. Oh, that's what it was. He was making racist comments, yeah. and it, somebody, his girlfriend or whatever, girlfriend. Yeah, that's video right. tape. I mean, okay. we're yeah. we're we're talking about like plenty of evils here. Like, I, I'm not in the the business of discussing which evil is worse, but worse, but human trafficking is pretty damn bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I don't see how he can t- he keeps the team. He he's gonna have to sell it. 
I I think that that's the if, if the NFL is all about kind of moving in the right ethical direction, I think that they need to force the sale. Yeah, but they're not. You know why they're not? Because they didn't overturn the NFC Championship game where we clearly got screwed. Okay, that, not that has nothing to do with ethics. <laughs> that that is not a morally. Oh that is a mor- not a not a uh, a societal moral issue. I know. I know. It's. I, I agree. He should have to sell the team. They should have. He should have to get rid of the team. There, there needs to be something done to Robert Kraft. Like there was for, today. <laughs> whether it's jail time or whatever, and, and do you want do you want an NFL owner to be you know sitting in the pokey still collecting a few million dollars? Maybe it's revenues from the franchise going to a charity. Maybe they role play jail time. Just hear me out. Maybe it's revenues from the franchise. If you don't, if you're not going to force sale. Uh, the profit goes to you know some sort of uh, anti-human trafficking type charity. I don't know something to help out those people when, whenever they're finally you know vindicated. Which and is released. probably what's going to happen, so the NFL can save face. Something's got to happen. Here, here's what I think. I think Robert Kraft is too big of a player in the NFL. He's not going anywhere, and there is going to be some sort of ultimatum, several million dollars donated to something, and he's going to pull the. I didn't know that that was human trafficking. I'm sorry. I've been there before, and it was offered some crap like that, and there's hush money going to be thrown out. Or they're going to take the easy way out and just let his son buy the team. Yeah, that's probably a more likely scenario. Mm-hmm. And I, and if But my if, God, I not, love his ranch dressing. I'm just going to throw that out there. This isn't, this isn't on the same level per se, but when the whole Trump and Stormy Daniels thing went down, like – and he paid her for the sex, and but even though she was a porn star, it wasn't really human trafficking. Like, it's all sort of tied in in the same thing. Like, it's it's embarrassing for whoever is doing it, and you need to do something to fix it. And I don't think the NFL wants an owner that was doing that and got caught. Yeah, I love the fact that him and Trump are buddies. Sorry, yeah, I, I did point it out earlier. Uh, if anyone, either of you guys caught the pre-show, I feel like in. I'm I'm conservative. It, it doesn't matter. You know, we don't care about politics on the show. But I am. A con- I'm not. I'm a conservative at heart. But throw it out there. I do feel like it, Trump and uh, Robert Kraft would go to the Happy Time Massage Parlor together. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll in there. Hey, uh, you got that? that one? Yeah, yeah. No, hey, Donnie here wants this one. You know, I could see that conversation going down between them. Donnie. That's all. That's all I got on this whole craft situation. It's just, it's we we have no idea. We honestly have no idea what what's going to happen. What do y'all? Uh, well, I don't want to go into another topic if y'all if we're wrapping it up. But we're wrapping uh, it up. We're we're wrapping it up like we hope craft did. Huh. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I could care less about that old man's wiener. <laughs> I hope he caught something. God. I hope he caught something. He isn't debrating. That'll learn him. Oh man, that'll learn you. It burns it, when you pee it, now, it, don't it? It would be great if it was like some kind of new deflated ball disease. <laughs> that, that would be. That would be good. The opposite. The opposite of elephantitis. Yes, the opposite. It'd be uh, what? What's? What's very Kroger bagitis or you know Walmart bagitis? Deflatitis. Yeah. I don't know. How about leprosy? It's getting late. The, the the jokes are just falling flat. Matt, thanks for joining us. 
Frank, thanks no for joining us. Uh, definitely, definitely going to do this again soon. That was uh, that was just as much fun as I'd always dreamed it would be. Said Robert Kraft. <laughs> 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 Shit. All right, I'm out. Backrows out. Thanks, guys, for joining us. Good night. Peace. That's it. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review. We'll